thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us and you won't regret it because yeah. every time you're sitting under the Word, it, it adds something to you. It enlarges you. It, it, it works life in us. And so we're expecting for answers to be heard today. Amen. Even an, expect answers that maybe don't even just come out of my mouth, but what would God say to you in the atmosphere of the teaching of the Word? Amen. Um, we have have been in the previous episodes, we've been talking one thing about righteousness, walking in our righteousness. And uh, today we're going to continue uh, in a way that um, is a little bit different, added dimension of that teaching, but uh, it's going to be a blessing to you. Take notes on it. And if I could say this to you, uh, release your faith. Yes. Yes. Expect something from God. Amen. I was, um, sometime back, I was, uh, I was in an interview that someone was conducting with me and they asked me a question. They said, Pastor Nancy, what has been your darkest day? And my answer to them was, I can't point back to one day or one event. What I can point back to is a season, mm-hmm. um, a season of when I was spiritually young. Um, I got born again when I was 19. I was raised in a church, uh, precious people, but we weren't taught anything about salvation. Mm-hmm. So I, we didn't even know you needed to be born again. Right. Yeah. We just thought that we were, we were children of God because we believed that there was a God. Yeah. Right. But the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord That's shall right. be saved. It's not enough to believe God exists. You have to call on the name of the Lord yes. to be saved. Yeah. So growing up in a church, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't born again until I was 19. Um, Those next years after I was born again, spiritually young, because I did not know much of what the Word had to say, um, I was ignorant of a lot of things that belonged to me in Christ. Mm -hmm. Thank God, during those days of ignorance, (laughs) you know, when we're spiritually young and we don't know much of the Word, we have an intercessor who sits at the right hand of the Father, Jesus himself, and he prays for us because especially during those times that our minds are not renewed, those seasons that we don't know what the Word says, we need divine help. (laughs) And he certainly has been that to me. But I, I told this interviewer, I said, the season before I began to learn really what was mine in Christ, I was in a seat of ignorance. You know, I didn't know things. The devil took advantage of my ignorance. Uh, The devil took advantage of what I didn't know. And 
I had times of troubling and difficulties. And we know this, that the, it, there's never a time while we're on this earth that the devil is not going to oppose. Right. But when we know something, yes. that opposition, it does not find its same place in us. Right. Yeah. Right. Because when you know something, you know how to keep the door closed That's to opposition. Right. Yes. When you know the word, when you know what belongs to you in Christ, who you are in Christ, and you forbid things that right. oppose you yes. to come in and take place or find a place in you. Yeah. So I just said this, my most difficult days were before my mind was renewed. Mm -hmm. And listen, the renewing of the mind is an ongoing process. Right. We can always go further in the renewing of the mind. Right. But until I had that foundation of the word laid in my life, uh -huh. there was struggle. Oh, yeah. I tell you, there was struggle yeah. because it was hard to even recognize what was God, what was the devil, yeah. you know? Right. Uh, and, and so you ended up believing wrong things yes. sometimes. Yes. Life got sweeter yeah. as my knowledge of the word grew right. and my doing of the word That's grew. It. It's not enough to know the word. We have to do the word. Right. So what am I, if I could sum it up this way, what am I saying? Being a spiritual baby, the devil takes advantage of you. Yes. As you grow and you understand your authority, you understand who you are in Christ, mm -hmm. what belongs to you in Christ, and you occupy those that place right. in Christ. Yes. Life gets sweeter yes. and sweeter yes. and sweeter. Yes. yes, opposition still comes, right. but yeah. it just does not have the same effect on yes. you because yes. you've learned how to write the ending. Yes. When I was a spiritual baby, I did not know how to write the ending uh -huh. of the opposition that came against me. What do I mean by writing the ending? I mean, I remember mother said something to us. There were four kids in our family and she would say this to us. You can start anything. You're big enough to let me finish. <laughs> in other words, if you're going to argue with me, if you're going to talk back to me, if you're going to oppose something I tell you to do, you're welcome to do that. As long as you're, as long as you're able to take the ending that I'm going to hand out to you. <laughs> Meaning she said, you may start it, but I'll end it. When we learn who we are in Christ and know who we are in Christ, we learn how to write the ending. The devil may bring something against us, but the ending is ours. We know what the word says and the outcome is written by us, not him. That that outcome becomes easier and sweeter as you renew your mind with the word of God, find out who you are in Christ. And if I could say this, grow up spiritually, right. grow up spiritually. The word talks about, and not only that, the word instructs us to grow up spiritually. Don't remain a spiritual baby. Um, when we are spiritual babies, we are so dependent on outside help. Mm -hmm. right. We're dependent on the faith of those around us. Right. We're dependent on their prayer life. Uh -huh. yes. And, um, you know, that's what more mature spiritual believers are to do. They're to be an assist and help to those who are spiritually young. But it's dangerous to choose to stay spiritually young, right. to not yeah. develop. Right. 
And uh, we don't want to stay babes because a baby has, is so dependent on the goodness of those around them. Just naturally speaking, you have somebody who's born, uh, a child is born, they can't feed themselves, they can't clothe themselves, they can't even roll over in a bed without the help of somebody. Uh, they are subject to someone else paying attention someone else being available to them all the time. But they don't stay that way. They grow. And as these babies naturally even grow, they start being able to lift their head, roll over. They start doing for themselves little by little. That's why we don't want to... Um, stay spiritual babies because we want to be able to conduct business with God ourselves in a greater and greater way yes. that we're not dependent upon other, the goodness of other people. Right. Amen. Yes, other people are good, but we don't want to take advantage of that all the time. Yeah. We want to grow up and be a help to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Right. Not just take all the help for our own life yes. from others, but we become a help to someone yes. as we grow up. That's Yes. Amen. Amen. So I want us to read in first Peter chapter two and verse two, and this is the amplified classic translation. Uh, Peter is writing and he said, like newborn babes, you should crave thirst for earnestly desire the pure unadulterated spiritual milk that by it, you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. What's he talking about? The milk of the word, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But what is he, when he talks about milk, he's talking about babies. Mm -hmm. That babies start with milk. They right. start with something easy to receive, right. easy to take in, right. easy to process, right. easy to digest, right? right? And then verse three, he says, since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord, Come to him then, to that living stone which mentioned in th which um, which men tried and threw away, but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. Come and like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house. So we're instructed, grow up. Right. We're instructed, don't stay a baby. Don't just only be able to take in the milk of the word. Yes. The word talks about going on to be able to, be able to take in the meat of the right. word, right? So uh, newborn babes, don't stay babies. Right. Feed, yes. feed on the word, yes. grow up. Yes. It's not enough to just read the word. Right. We right. have to meditate on that word. Yes. We have to drive it into our own spirits, right. take it into our thought lives and purpose to implement it because it's the doer of the word that grows. That's right. yes. That's right. It's not just the memorization of the word or knowing what the word says without the doing. Right. Maturing doesn't happen without the doing right. of the word. That's right. Amen. So the word here, it commands us, it instructs us, commands us, we are to grow, that we be built up. Yes. Amen. Yes. So notice in verse two again, look at the wording of the, the Amplified Classic says, like newborn babies, you should crave, look at the word, crave, mm -hmm. thirst for, and earnestly desire. Mm -hmm. We need to have an appetite for the word. That's, yes. right. That's what it's talking about. Yes. Have an interest 
in growing up. Don't just be content to live under the umbrella of someone else's faith, of someone else's walk with God. God gives us pastors. Thank God for pastors. But their spirituality, their walk with God is not ours. All they're doing is taking of their knowledge of God, their fellowship with God, and they're teaching us what that looks like. But that's still not our fellowship. That's still not our maturity. We have to take steps for our own spiritual maturity. We're responsible to grow up. It's not God's responsibility to grow up us up. It's our responsibility to take the word which he gave us, which will cause us to grow up. So whether or not we grow up is not dependent on God. It's dependent on our interest, Mm -hmm. our hunger, and how much we crave the word and desire to grow up. Have you ever noticed some babies, uh, just naturally speaking, when a baby is born, I've seen some babies, they, within days, it's almost like they're bucking their head. You know, (laughs) that some babies really rest a lot and tuck in to, Mm -hmm. to being carried and just lay there and just really let you cuddle and tuck them in, but others are just flailing. <laughs> Why? They are, they are interested in living life on their own. You know, you can tell that they are interested in doing for themselves. And you can see that trait and that characteristic early on in the life of a child. Uh, we, need to, we need to develop that characteristic in our spiritual lives that we're constantly reaching. Amen. We don't just, uh, yes, we can live a life of rest, but we're hungry to grow. And so it's real important that we check our spiritual temperature, so to speak. Are we hungry? Are we, are we hot for God? Are we hot to, to mature? The more a child, naturally speaking, the more they mature and grow up, the more the parent can draw on their help. The more we grow up, the greater help we are to the kingdom. The more God can utilize us and employ us for the benefit of his own plan. Amen. We don't want to stay babies. When people stay a spiritual baby, the devil takes advantage of them. Life is harder. There's more struggle. Our peace, our safety is connected to our spiritual development. Grow up. And it's a privilege to get to grow up. Amen. Spiritual growth is parallel to natural growth. No, no, no human is born a full grown adult. They all start out as being a spiritual baby or a natural baby rather. Then they grow, they become a a toddler. They become a child that can operate on their own. Uh, They become a, a, you know, a young, a younger teenager that stage before preteen. They become a teenager. Then they become an adult. There's such a process and such a growth. But notice this, if that process stops, we go, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong. Physically, if a child gets to maybe two years and that development process stops, maybe the language development, Mm -hmm. the motor skills development, all these different things that that play into Mm -hmm. maturity. If we recognize, wait a minute, they're not progressing it's almost like they've reached a pause. Uh, 
sometimes that will happen with children. And we'll, we'll go to the doctor and say, what do we need to do? And they'll say, you need to work with them on this a little yeah. more. Yeah. Why? Because that will, that will help, if I could say this, prompt development in that area. Right. Uh, when we see that lack of development, just a natural child, we know, uh-oh, something's off. Right. Amen. In our own spiritual life, if we're not developing, something's off. That's yes. right. Yeah. That's right. And it's not God. Right. <laughs> and it's not other people. Right. It's us. Yes. What are we doing yes. to make sure that we don't just stay where we're at? Yes. Right. Amen. 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 Um, we, as we grow, we're able to lay hold of more mm-hmm. of what God has provided for us. Yes. Amen. Um, here at the church, um, I've always kept in our hospitality room, where that's where we're at before and after a service. Mm-hmm. And all my family comes in there, the grandkids come in there, and I've always had candy jars in there. <laughs> and they come in. And especially when they were really young and just learning even sometimes to walk and they would come in, their mama would let them out of the car and they'd run in the, into the room while she's gathering up all the stuff from the car to carry it in. And I'd say, hurry up before mama gets in here. Come on. <laughs> Stick your hand in that candy jar. Get as much as you can. <laughs> they'd put their little hand in there. I'd tell them, you know, before they go to their their classrooms here at the church, I'd say, put some in your pocket. Put it in your mouth first. Put it in your pocket for later. And then put their hand in there and get as much as you can. And with their little old hand, they could only sometimes grab maybe two pieces, Mm -hmm. three pieces at most. And I'd go, oh, no, 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 that's not going to last you all day. I'd say, let me get my hand in there. And I could come out with 10, 11, 12 pieces of something, right? right? What is it? I was enlarged. My hand yes. was larger than theirs. Therefore, I could partake of more. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Spiritual babies don't have the capacity to partake mm-hmm. to the same level mm-hmm. as someone who mm-hmm. is growing up spiritually. Yes. All things belong to us. Right. It's yeah. all provided. Yeah. Yes. But the more we grow, the more we're able to partake right. of. It all belongs to us. Yes. And we can all partake in a measure. But don't just stay in the minimal measure. Don't just pick up a little handful. Yes. Grow up. Enlarge. Yes. Enlarge the hand of faith. Enlarge the capacity of your spirit to lay hold of more, to contain more. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to give out more. Right. Amen. Yes. Amen. I don't want to live my life dependent on other people. Yes. Right. Amen. I want to grow up. I know you're the same way, but notice in verse two, first Peter chapter two, verse two, like newborn babes, babies, you should crave. Yes. You should crave. Yes. Not just the pastor crave your development. Right. Not just God crave your development. Right. Uh, not just family members crave your development. Right. You must crave yes. to grow up, Amen. to be developed, thirst for. Here it says earnestly desire. Why? Because you have an enemy who does not desire your growth. Right. He doesn't want you to come out of the seat of ignorance right. into the seat of knowledge of the word. Right. 
because he knows this, as long as people are untaught, undeveloped, he can, uh, he can work unhindered. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Amen. But as we grow up, we're able to push back, yes. resist, yes. stand yes. our ground. Yes. Amen. Amen. And until we're able to do that while we're spiritually young, we have to depend on others to do that for us. So it's important that we desire, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, I need to grow up. I need to develop further. Let me tell you this. If our faith isn't developing, our spiritual life isn't developing. Because all that we do in our, in our, all that comes to us through our growth, our spiritual growth and development, faith has to be employed. Feed your faith. Feed your faith and your spiritual life will also be affected. The the, the development of your spiritual life will be affected. Amen. But like I said, because just realizing this, the more we grow, the more we can enjoy of what God has made ours. You know, when, when a child is young in a household, there are certain things that child can't reach. There are certain things that child can't do, although it's all available in that household. We're of the household of faith. All the goodness of God is available in that household. But for spiritual babies, there are some things they have a hard time reaching. And they have to depend on someone else to help hand that to them or lift them up to that place so they can get hold of it. I don't like being carried around. Right? Right. I'm talking about about spiritually. I don't want to have to depend on someone carrying me around so that I can access certain things. I want to grow up and reach things. And listen, there's never a time we're done because the word tells us that God is bringing us into the fullness of the stature of Christ. He is our measurement. Amen. Amen. To operate as he did, walk as he walked, live as he lived. That is possible. Why? Because the greater one's in us to help us. The same one he that anointed him anointed us. Amen. Amen. So we shouldn't sit back and say, well, we're content with a little bit of growth until we're operating and living like he lives. Until we're functioning as he functioned on this earth, we're not done developing. We're not done growing up. Amen. When people remain spiritual babies, they need to stir up their interest. That's right. They need to stir up their desire and their hunger to grow because without a desire to grow, they won't. They won't Uh, because it requires our participation. It requires us giving, um, it requires us employing our own interest, but also our own cooperation. Amen. Um, I don't know about you, but I just, I don't want to live this life being pushed around by circumstances. When circumstances come, I push them. But you have to grow and develop and know some things to be able to do that. Um, I was moving some furniture around in my house. This is, I do periodically. (laughs) Um, And I I, I was having a, a gal that helps me there in the home and we were moving things around. And I tell you what, we struggled. Some of those pieces, you know, they're heavy. And so she'd push, I'd push, and we'd work and get that thing. We'd kind of walk it out, you know. (laughs) We didn't just pick the thing up because it was a strength issue. Right. Right. 
And then I called for a few guys, you know, family members and stuff, come over. We're doing some things and we need some stuff carried upstairs. So uh, I, I got, I got their, their, their ability involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> and here, before, uh, the day before, we were struggling to lift. Sometimes you had to lift it higher than normal to get it past a piece of furniture. You know, you have to lift it over another armchair or something and uh-huh. what you're lifting. So you're not just lifting it off the floor. You've got to lift it over right. above an object. And man, we would struggle. You should have heard the grunting <laughs> and the groaning going on. <laughs> but the next day we go, wait a minute. We got some heavier things that need to go upstairs. So we called these guys. They picked it up. And they just went like this and just walked. And I go, what? <laughs> they're not even grunting. They're not, they're not making the sounds we were making the day before. And I looked at the gal who was helping me. I said, why didn't we call for them earlier? Why? Because they were stronger than us. They were capable of lifting more. That which, that which they were lifting was so much easier for them because of strength. This is what spiritual maturity does for you. Growing up, there's a strength to your spiritual life that when something comes, it's easily dealt with in your life. When there's the strong spirit of a man, not a weak spirit, but a strong spirit. And, uh, I don't want to constantly have to rely on someone else to lift, help lift me through a season of difficulty. Now don't misunderstand me. The word tells us, and it's perfectly scriptural. It's right, uh, for someone to agree with you in prayer, but notice it's an agreement. It's not a replacement. Someone else is not bringing their faith because we're not bringing faith. They're, uh, they're adding their faith to our faith. Yes. And so there has to be agreement. Yes. That means we're not dismissed from bringing our faith. That's right. We have to grow up. Our yes. faith needs to grow. If yes. our faith isn't developing, our spiritual life is not developing. Right. So, yes. so we need to be increasing. Yes. Like I said, the further we develop spiritually, the more we'll enjoy of what God's already provided and made ours. Yes. And I don't know about you. I don't want to leave anything unaccessed oh, yes. that yes. he's provided Amen. for us. Yes. So we're interested. Yes. We're interested yes. in growing up. Oh, yes. We're not okay with just um, topping out right. spiritually at one level, right. but we're continuing to press yes. and go yes. forward. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to keep ministering along these lines. You don't want to miss it. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Georgetown, Texas at Church on the Rock, October 15th, through the 19th. For more information and to register, visit our website at defrainministries.org. Come expecting your miracle. Jesus gave us the key to his success. He stayed with the plan that God gave him to fulfill. 
In this book by Nancy Dufresne, God the Revealer of Secrets, you will learn how to know God's perfect will for your life and how to accomplish that divine plan. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DeframeMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.